Hey performer, welcome to the Creatively Performing Arts Podcast. Are you ready to get back to your creative passion for singing, acting, and dancing again? Hi, I'm Estelle, beginner voice coach, performer, and Christian creative, and I know how it feels to want to use your God-given gifts, but to stay stuck in fear. The solution is to just get started. So in this podcast, you'll find beginner singing and performing tips, inspiring interviews with artists, and help to push past your fear so you can finally start performing again. So pause your Broadway playlist and take a vocal rest, because the show is starting and you're the star of it. Let's begin. Hey guys, all right, you're back. You're ready for part two of this incredible interview with Philip and Emma of the Narrow Way to Broadway podcast and blog. We're going to continue on with their story of really how they said yes to what they felt like God was leading them towards. But before we jump into that, I do want to remind you that honestly, like, as you're listening to these shows and yes you're listening to this interview because you want to be inspired because you know you have a gift in you that needs to come out and that's amazing but I don't want it to stay there or to end there I want us all to be taking action right so don't let what you hear what you're inspired by end here don't let it die here okay take action and I want to encourage you to take action this week by coming to this free beautiful workshop I'm, uh, that I'm doing I'm hosting on zoom it's going to be live and it's going to be all about building confidence starting to build confidence as you sing and you perform so if you're aspiring to start singing you think you you want to start singing but you don't know where to start because you're feeling like you lack confidence right the reason that you are like like I want to start singing but like I don't even know where to start I don't really feel confident in my voice if that's you this is the sh- like this is the show to be <laughs> this is the place to be um this is absolutely the show to listen to but it's also this is a workshop that is for you specifically and for anyone who grew up singing in a choir if you love theater if you love performing and you just want to get back into that and you're not really sure where to start you're you're lacking in confidence in your singing voice and your performance um, ability and your stage presence um, even though it's a virtual <laughs> workshop trust me you're going to learn so much about how to start singing how to get comfortable in your singing voice and how to also get comfortable on stage putting yourself out there um, online or social media if you want to share song covers or songs that you've written things like that so i would love for you to join us it's going to be a free workshop and it's going to be on zoom this thursday february 2nd at 7 p.m so come on come on over and join us you can go to the link in the show notes um, where it says sign up here go to that link to sign up and enter your email and that's it you just have to put in your email and your name and it's going to be great and then you're in um, you can also just join the Facebook group down below, the Performing Arts Community on Facebook, and that will also automatically get you in, okay? So come on over. Don't let your inspiration die here. All right, take action and start singing, start performing today, this week, okay? It's going to be great. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see you there. All right, so without further ado, let's get into part two of this interview. We're going to continue on with Emma really sharing her story of how like she really took a step of faith and God paved her path for her to really start using her creative gifts in a way that she wasn't really expecting. So listen in, let's get into it. I think what's interesting is in, in at the time, and I think Philip would probably agree with this, like at the time, I didn't, I didn't even know that I was saying yes to God in a lot of scenarios. Like, I don't know if I was like spiritually mature enough to know that the decisions that my spirit at the time, I didn't know it was my spirit, but the decisions that the spirit led me into were like even ones of obedience. Like, I think I just 
made a decision and the God of the universe was present and active in my life. So I think sometimes I can look back at my story and be like, think that I was aware that God was leading me somewhere. And sometimes he has been like, sometimes he's been very clear, like, this is where I need you. And this is where I want to use you. But I also think there's a world in which God works. It's it's funny. It's like, God like gets creative with our obedience and is like, yeah, I'm just going to slowly, but surely one step at a time lead you somewhere else, which is equally, you know, it's, it's, it's a way he can work too, which is also beautiful. I love Mm -hmm. that quote. God works creatively with our obedience. Just like highlight that Mm. star that that's so good. I love that. Um, Philip, were you going to say something? No, Emma's (laughs) Emma's just so good with words. And I'm just like, (laughs) that was so good. Okay. Well, speaking of God, you know, being creative with our obedience, I want to know everything about narrow way to Broadway, how that came to be again, like starting something new, you know, like you said, you didn't know the podcasting industry. And then now here you are working in it, doing all these cool things in it um, years later. But how did that beginning, what did that beginning look like for both of you? Um, Where did that all start? And how did Narrow Way to Broadway become what it is now? Um, Well, I'll start with the the birth of of Narrow Way to Broadway happened in um, in my dorm with our friend Michaela, my freshman year, that's where the name was created. Um, I think her mom honestly came up with it, which is like classic Michaela, um, and, and Kathy, um, Kathy Martirosian things. But, um, we, we really did it our freshman year because we were, um, like Emma was saying, like there was this, um, you know, we came into our college thinking that we weren't going to find other people that, um, we're believers like us. And then me and Michaela realized, wait, there are people that are believers and maybe we want to create something for other Christians that are believers that don't have what we have here um, at Coastal and to create stuff that we knew our friends would, you know, engage with that would help them in their faith potentially too, but also really just to keep us accountable to our faith of, you know, being in the word, um, looking at what we were reading in that week, um, you know, just in our own private quiet time was doing in our lives and in moments and theater and plays that it, you know, brought to memory and how we can connect those two things and bridge the gap between faith and uh, the performing arts a little bit. Then of course, as all things do in college that died after like, (laughs) after like two years, because we got busy and, and life just you know, moved in different directions. Um, but we were still super engaged with Christian community. Um, and then Emma, you, you take off from here. Cause this is where you come into the story. <laughs> yes. So like, yeah, I wasn't even around at coastal when narrow way to Broadway originally started as a blog because I hadn't transferred yet. And Caleb and Philip were a year ahead of me. So I don't really, it's so funny. So Basically what I knew was that Coastal had a really good Christian community. Philip and I were good friends. We lived together my junior year, his senior year. So we just had a lot of conversations about like faith and, and whatever. There was a lot of built in like friendship and accountability for these, this group that we had. And then I guess we just kind of like kept in contact would chat every once in a while. Philip is like, this is just an affirmation. So good at keeping contact in contact with people. Like I would randomly get a call from Philip, like, every other week 
just be like, what's up? How are you? And I'm like, this is so great. My friend call me. Um, but continuing those conversations at the time, Philip was at the Greenbrier. Um, I was in Chicago auditioning all the time. Like that's basically what my job was. So just continuing these conversations that we were consistently having. Um, and at the time, like I really had no friends. I was like in Chicago, didn't know anybody. I had maybe one friend. So I remember, I will never forget this. Like, I remember I worked at a gym in Chicago at the time I worked in the kids club so that I could get a free gym membership as one does. And I, I, I'm not going to say this was a spirit because it, it might've been, but I don't want to like act like I knew it at the time if I didn't, but I just remember being like, you know what? I think Philip and I should start a podcast and I think it should be called narrow way to Broadway. And I remember just, I don't know if I texted you, like, did I text you a voice memo or did I text you like text? I think you texted me and were like, have you considered bringing back, like doing anything yes. with Narrow Way to Broadway? And yes. Yes. I think I, I think at that moment I called you because I was driving around. I like can still see in my mind's eye, our first conversation. I was driving around because I always just call people when I'm driving. Yes. Um, And you texted me that and I called you immediately and I was like. Uh, what are you talking about? But uh, I can like see the mountain, like vistas of West Virginia that I was driving through. It's a yeah. sunny day. Um, right. And I was like, well, I mean, I'm not doing much here other than singing right. in the casino at night. We can so. give it a go <laughs> with this jazz band. So, yeah. And that's the funny thing too, is that like, we didn't know, like the podcast industry, it, it's like so funny to even call it an industry because it is now, but at the time it totally wasn't like, no, we thought starting a podcast was like, it was just like this fun thing we were going to do. And we didn't even know how, so I didn't even to listen to podcasts. No, 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 no idea. <laughs> I like listen to like true crime podcasts and we didn't even know how to do any of the tech stuff, none of the recording, none of the distribution but we, this was a moment where I think we said yes to God before actually knowing what we were doing. It was like a daily bread moment where, yeah, we, so we started like texting all of our friends about it, that we were starting this podcast. We were like praying about it constantly. And we like picked a release date without having any episodes recorded and without having any equipment. And we were like, but this is when it will come out May 1st. <laughs> a leap of faith. It truly was. And in the pandemic, I, it just happened. So we're like yes, sitting yes. At, you at know, home. You were still in Chicago. Were you in Chicago? No, I was in. I remember recording my first episode with John Jorgensen for episode, That's right. for season one. And I was in my childhood bedroom. Wow. It's incredible. Like, it just was crazy. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And so and we had first, nothing else to do. <laughs> no, we had nothing else to do but pray about Nairway to Broadway, Broadway and interview people. And like, there is so much that the Lord did in that season mm -hmm. of narrow to Broadway. And the Lord is continuing to work in amazing ways for narrow to Broadway, just like with its continuation, with its visibility. But like, it is crazy that yeah. we'd started this totally on a whim almost. And it was prayerful and it was thoughtful. And that's what I will say. Like it was prayerful, thoughtful, and obedient, but it wasn't like super, um, like we there wasn't much a, vision attached no, to it. No, like, we didn't have a lot of know-how. We yeah. had we had hopes for it, but yeah, we just remember we were just amazed because our main prayer for season one, and it continues to be our main prayer from Nairway to Broadway, is like bring the people on our show, like 
give the people who need to be on our show and share their story, the courage to say yes to an interview. And it has been amazing. The people who have, you know, come on our show, the timing, like just with even current events that the Lord, the Lord has enabled to have us come enabled us to have conversations with the right people at the right times about the right things before we even know why. Mm -hmm. And it's just so it's just been such a gift. So that's sort of the, yeah. How near way to Broadway started. I mean, it was just, it was so fun. And so like such a gift, but I wouldn't say we like really felt like God was preparing us. We didn't know that God was preparing us for it until like, honestly, season three or four in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And honestly, during that season, like just personally, the, like the level up of, of just faith that God mm-hmm. was given to me, like, I don't know. I, I grew up in a church that, you know, like we didn't really talk about the Holy spirit much. Like I'm getting, I've, you know, just left West Virginia and I'm back home in my childhood bedroom and I'm like getting blown up by the Holy spirit every single day. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is insane. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm working in the Chick-fil-A drive through that I couldn't get a job at in high school, like making $8 an hour, <laughs> yeah, 40 hours a week. And there's like all this sort of stuff that's happening. But like, I even, I even had a moment, um, like two weeks ago in, in my journal that I'm taking notes in right now, where yeah. I literally wrote down, like, God, take me back to the way that I felt about you when I was in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru in 2020, because like, there was just something that God, God did in my heart. And I think yours as well, Emma, during this time that was just like eye opening to, you know, maybe this is what, you know, this feels so innately like what you have created me to be not necessarily that like the podcast is a part of that, but like, I felt like I was stepping into the person that God created me to be in that season for the first time. Yeah. And met, met Philip that God calls Philip, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. call son anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. I think in parallel quarantine was like, yeah, just instrumental. Cause I think in, kind of unfolding in tandem with that was, I just remember this really strong conviction that the Lord put on my heart is I think a lot of people, and I want to be like really humble in saying this because I think I fall into this temptation. I think a lot of people want to like educate other people on faith. Um, when, like it's really dangerous actually to like speak of matters of faith just because someone asked, like, if you don't actually know, I mean, I think about first Peter three fifteen. it says like, always be prepared to give an answer when someone asks you for the hope that you have. And I think about how much of that actually has to do with personal testimony, um, not like debating on theological matters. And so I think that the Lord was really convicting us that if we were going to claim to have any authority or have any expertise in, in theater or in faith, in these conversations that we were having, like we needed to know our stuff. Like we needed to be in the word. We needed to be in prayer. We needed to be like covering the project with like words of affirmation and and the Holy spirit that our like biggest fear, I think through the whole thing and our biggest, like the biggest flaming arrow that I think the enemy could throw at us is just like, thoughtlessly claiming to know anything 
Like we're just out here trying to figure this out like everybody else. And, but I think what's set it apart is like, I have never been in the word or in prayer than the season of starting narrow way to Broadway in in the same way of like, wait, I can't like start this podcast and expect or want any list, anybody to listen to me if I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, so that, that actually started my, my quarantine experience right when we started narrow way to Broadway is when I started reading, I read through the whole Bible, um, for the first time cover to cover. And it took me two years because I told myself, I'm not going to move on from a passage unless I feel like I actually understand it. So that's why it took twice as long as like the Bible in a year plans. But I think, yeah, I agree with Philip in that not necessarily just because of narrow way to Broadway, but narrow way to Broadway marked a significant season of spiritual growth and accountability in our lives, which was amazing and so necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. There's so much, so much to say about what you guys are sharing. I love that what you said about, you know, starting and then kind of needing to like grow into it as you're doing it, like growing in your faith as you're talking, you know, having these conversations. I feel like that's what I've, I've been kind of in the same, similar boat. I started this podcast over a year ago, but you know, when I started it, I was in med school, I was in medical school. Um, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this when, when I was um, emailing you guys, but I was, you know, not on the path that I knew that God had called me towards, but, you know, I was kind of doing what looked good on the outside, what looked good on paper, lots of backstory to that, as I've talked about on this show before, but I will say that I, you know, when I started it, um, it was all about like staying creative while I was in med school. And then at the beginning of this year, when I kind of rebranded and was like, okay, I'm actually going to be a performer now, I'm actually going to go into the arts. And it was like, okay, like I need to be like intentionally taking action steps because I want to share with my community what it really looks like to kind of like start again and kind of be at the beginning stages of something that you want to do creatively even though I I grew up in the arts as well and grew up doing theater too but you know I kind of went I, I never considered it professionally until until God was like oh no you're going to be an artist and you're going to serve artists and so I was like okay I it, it actually holds you accountable when you start something like this to be like, okay, I want to be intentional so that I can now share with other people too, you know, how they can start being intentional in their own creative journeys as well. And at the same time, it grows your faith because you're taking a step of faith and it's like, well, I could hold on to this podcast and this, this business. Cause my podcast is also like my, my voice. I have a voice um studio as well online and so I'm like well I can hold on to it and try to do it all myself or I can remain in prayer and remain in faith and kind of like you guys like it's been a challenge that has forced me to trust God like I thought I knew how to trust God before I also grew up in the faith I also grew up you know in a Christian home that was very full of you know passion for God full of faith has been still is (laughs) full of passion for faith but, you know, I think challenges and circumstances in life and when God calls you to start something, especially creatively, um, it really does force you to depend on him even more. And that is, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It can come from that. You know, that's what's come out of Narrow Way to Broadway. And I just want to use that as an encouragement to anyone listening that 
Um, it might not look like starting a podcast or starting a business or starting a, you know, whatever it could look like. I'm going to try to start taking a dance class or I'm going to try to start, you know, learning to sing. You know, I really like to start with like, you know, I really like to um, think of like, what are some like simple, like small next steps that people can take if they're just like curious about their creative, creative gifts, or they're just curious about starting. And I think that what they can take from your story about Narrow Way to Broadway is that, look, even if you're just starting like them, you don't know the whole vision. You don't know everything that's going to happen three years down the line, but you know, set that release date, right? Get that first piece of equipment, you know, sign up for that first acting class, you know, go to that one audition, just one local, you know, community theater audition, you know, just start small and start somewhere because you don't know what God can do with that one small step of seemingly small step of of faith. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. For sure. And I don't know if you can hear the vacuuming happening in the background of my recording, but Okay. That's yeah, great. You're good. <laughs> I think too, like God also the first step, this just came to me. I don't know if this is like, this will resonate with anyone, but also like the first step could be cutting back. Like, I think that a lot of people are like, I need to do more and I need to start something and I need to like create a nonprofit or start an initiative or everybody's starting a podcast. You know, it's like, (laughs) there could also be a world in which like your step of obedience to the Lord is you saying no, like, and I think that that's where like, yeah, Philip, what you said about like, bring me the faith in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And I'm like, bring me the faith in my childhood bedroom. when I was like 22, not knowing what my life was going to be like, I feel like there is so much obedience in simplicity and, and then I think attached to that, it's funny because it reminds me of like the Simon Sinek book, which is like, start with why, but I really do think something that's really important for us to ask ourselves, especially in such like a individualistic and visible forward facing society is like, why do I want to do this? Like, do I want to do this? Because I, I genuinely feel like the Lord has put this desire inside of my heart or do I want to do this just because like, I think it'll make me appear a certain way or, or to satisfy my own restless desire. I think that's like a huge thing too, is like the world is telling everybody, like, if you don't do anything, if you're not about something specific, then like you are a failure or you are, um, you don't, have concern for the things of the world, but I just wanted, I don't know if someone needs to hear that, but I feel like sometimes the step of obedience can be doing less. (laughs) Rest is, you know, one of our greatest tools to go to war against the enemy, like choosing real rest, not like, not laziness, but, you know, really stepping into resting with, with God. Uh, that's probably came from a podcast that you produced Emma that I listened to, but <laughs> rest, rest as resistance, rest as resistance. There we go. Yep. yep. I love that. That's so good. Um, yeah, I think someone needed to hear that. I think I needed to hear that. I think we all needed to hear that because, you know, saying yes to the right things at the right time and then saying no to the things that might look good, but aren't really for you or maybe like not right now. It's just, it's so hard to decipher sometimes, but like you said, at starting with the why, you know, you know, kind of that introspection and then walking with God and say like, okay, why would this be, you know, the best next step for me or why, why not? So I love that. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a great point. 
Um, Cause I do like to start talk about starting and like getting people like, you know, and encouraged and motivated to really start and to start small. Um, but sometimes you do need to start with stopping, <laughs> start with doing less of, you know, what you're, what isn't for you at this time. So I love that. Thank you. So I would love to know, so kind of switching gears a little bit, but we're going to tie it into narrow way to Broadway um, before we wrap up, <clears throat> you know, for the person who's listening, who's like, oh my gosh, they did like musical theater, they did theater shows after the shows, after shows, after shows, and now they're producers, um, or maybe they're thinking, you know, um, they are somehow being able to be strong in their faith while they're in the arts, like how is that even possible? Like it can sound, you know, kind of overwhelming at times um, when you think about being a Christian in the arts or when you think about, you know, going into musical theater. So let's start with musical theater. So if someone's listening and they're like, where do I start if I want to explore musical theater? You know, you talked about Philip being and Green, Greenbrier, I think that was like a, it was a resort that you were a performer yeah. in. Okay, because I've heard, like I said, I know some of your stories from listening to the show, but just got to clarify. Um, and then of course, Emma, you were in Chicago, you're doing shows. So, but both of you guys grew up in community theater. So if someone's like, I don't even, I don't even know where to start, but I do, I, I don't know, I like theater. I like listening to Hamilton. I don't know, where do I begin? <laughs> what would you say to them? Oh, let's start with Philip. <laughs> Great. Um... Wow. Okay. Well, I would say number one, um, before, like if you're, if you're loving theater, you're like really wanting to get involved. Community theater is a, a absolutely beautiful place to be. Um, there is, there's, um, you know, recently I've had, had the opportunity to kind of like step back in with community theater organizations and get connected to some in my area for the first time since I've moved here. And, um, there's just something really refreshing to me coming from the professional sphere of stepping back into um, community performance and seeing people love each other in a, in a different way yeah. um, and care. Not that that isn't present in the professional field. Like the, the theater community is strong in the yeah. professional world. Um, but when you see people, um, you know, in all ways, whether you're an artist or, um, or an engineer or a, a line cook at a restaurant, there's this level of creativity that, that everyone has inside of them. And to see people do something at, as risky as putting yourself literally in front of your community for free, where you are in a lot of times paying to be a part of these shows and to seeing people put their, put themselves out there and on the line in that way for the sole purpose of being in community and being a part of something with other people, but also having a creative desire inside of them that you just have to get out into the world. Um, that's deeply inspired me um, in, in the work that I've been a part of. So if you're thinking about it, go on, go audition for a community theater show and don't expect anything out of it. Don't expect to get cast. Don't expect to get cast as a lead. If you do get cast in the ensemble, enjoy every moment. Um, love the people, love the connections, um, that you're making there. Um, because it, it's one of the most vulnerable places. I think that you can, you know, become a part of in your community. Like where else do you have people gathering around one common story and, and theme other than 
churches and religious organizations where they're where they're gathering around one narrative to tell it together and they're putting in all this effort and work like yes sports teams have like the team aspect but they don't get the vulnerability and the honesty aspect that I think we find a lot of times in theater or dance or art classes or pottery classes and 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 ways where you can creatively express yourselves in your community so I say go for it expect nothing and love the people love the heck out of the people um, and when conflict arrives love even deeper yeah that's so good philip so good i'm like hype i want to go audition for a community theater production now maybe it will it's amazing yes i agree i agree i honestly second all of that i don't even really have anything to add other than um when you get there know that a lot of the time like people in the theater industry. We talked about this on an episode that we just released on the airway to Broadway with a guy named Ryan, who is an artistic director at a community theater. And he talked about how a lot of the time people who are in theater end up there because they were burned or hurt by another community. And a lot of the times it was a community of faith. Like a lot of the people, like we always say this, but everybody has this God-shaped hole inside of their hearts. And a lot of people seek that Sometimes people seek that in church and don't find it and are hurt by that. So then they seek it in theater. And actually in some ways that's, it's pretty similar. It's a very communal, again, like Philip said, it's surrounding a narrative surrounding, like playing a role, an active role in a community. So I would also just say like, when you get there, there are really tangible ways to like be a light to this community. Um, we talked about it on a, our first episode of this past season of Narrow Way to Broadway, where we said there are just like real, three really simple ways to be a light in the community. And one was um, like resist the urge to tear others down in speech. That can be a, a really big temptation just in general, but also within the arts community, a community that's really subjective. Mm -hmm. um, two is be the first to arrive and the last to leave, like be a servant, come help set up the chairs, let someone borrow a pencil. I'm telling you, someone will forget their pencil. So bring extra pencils, like be the person to provide the pencils for the rehearsal. Um, and then the third thing, I think the third thing, right, Philip was like, just be affirming. Like if someone is doing a good job or if someone is serving you in a certain way, like tell them, go up to them and say it. Um, and that's a way. So echo everything that Philip said, just go do it. And then when you yeah. get there, uh, keep those things in mind. Yeah, I I'd say like an example of, the, the last one that really blessed me literally yesterday is I was at, um, you know, my church is like volunteer appreciation party for the year for um, our volunteers at the church and our campus pastor, who's like a friend, like a actual friend of mine and like mentor of mine um, came up to me and I'm also on staff at the church. So like, I don't work for the church that I attend. I work for like the organization that helps. It's hard to explain. We're all the same church, many locations. Um, but the location that I attend, um, you know, the pastor is my friend. And he came up to me as like, look me in the eye in a series is like, I'm so grateful for what you do here. Like, you don't have to do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Thanks. Like, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Sean. Like, I, yeah. I really appreciate it. But I'm in like, in the moment, I'm like, well, that's kind of like, but then thinking about it in this moment, I'm like, that's really awesome. You know? Like, I love that guy. And of course I'm going to serve and, and, you know, be grateful for those words that he gave me that he didn't have to yeah. give me. Cause he, right. cause I work, you know, right. I work for the right. church. We're friends. He didn't have to say that anyway. Yeah. No, it's true. 
Yeah. That is so good. Thank you, both of you. I hope someone listening is like taking this in and it's about to go do a community theater audition and take all those three steps. Those were such good. You outlined that perfectly. I love that. Um, I hope someone really does do that. And I mean, let's all go audition for a community theater. Now I really want to. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. I would love us to wrap up kind of talking about your vision for Narrow Way to Broadway and kind of relating to what your to your point, Emma, about being a light in the community. You mentioned earlier in your story about how you didn't know that you could be a Christian and be like fully in the arts and like immersed in the arts, but you found, a, you realized that you absolutely can be. And now you guys are both doing it. You're following God and God, how God is calling you to use your creative gifts even in a professional level and not everyone who's listening wants to do it professionally, but wants to use it in some way. And I love that either way. Mm -hmm. So I would just love to talk about a little bit about your vision for how you want narrow way to Broadway to kind of, to really inspire people to be a light in the performing arts community um, and how, what that looks like for you guys coming up, or, you know, if you have projects coming up that you think will specifically speak to this, whatever you guys want to share. You kick it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, this is like my most favorite question to entertain and answer, but it's also the question I have to be like so open-handed with the Lord with, because obviously narrow way to Broadway is like such a passion project for us. Um, and it's grown and we have seen God in every single step of it. And if it were up to me, like I would just want to do narrow way to Broadway full time. Like I'd want to quit my job and like do narrow way to Broadway, develop like so much curriculum to really equip people to put these things in action. And I think, so I think that actually where we see narrow way to Broadway going, where we pray narrow way to Broadway will go. Um, because we've had, this is our, we're on the sixth season of audio. So we have a lot of audio content, but we really want to equip people to put these things into practice in community. So we're praying about, and we really invite your listeners to do the same about creating more opportunities for in-person interaction with listeners. So whether that be starting a narrow way to Broadway Bible study, where we write some kind of curriculum and people can do it in small groups or do it virtually. Um, I think Ultimately, we'd like to have a yearly narrow way to Broadway, like large gathering, like in a major city, maybe, maybe, yeah, like at my church in Chicago or maybe in New York or something where anybody who's a Christian artist can come and gather and meet people and learn about theology and learn about faith and learn about theater. Like we just have this vision of people at this conference, like taking a class on the Trinity and then turning around and taking like an acting for the song workshop and that's like, that's like our dream, but we, and we need prayer over that. Like candidly, we're could you not, imagine. Oh my god! Like, gosh. could you imagine that would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I would go great. Uh, sign me up. Our I'll first sign up Estelle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your first sign up. That's Love awesome. It. Yeah. So that's kind of the hope. Um, but more, sh- I mean, shorter term, Philip, you can take this off. We actually recently we're doing season six of the, of the, um, what's it called the podcast wall. And then we have some other things too. Like we have some written things. So do you want to talk about contributors at all, Philip? Yeah. yeah. So we um, have started a new thing, narrow to Broadway contributors, where we just kind of are trying to get people involved in the podcast. We've um, 
you know, we've been doing this for ourselves for two and a half years now, and we need help <laughs> because we're in very different life stages and positions right now than we were when we started the podcast. And, um, you know, we want to be offering more for people. So uh, we decided to create this uh, contributors program where um, we're inviting people in to help us in any way they feel that they could help us. Uh, so right now that's primarily manifested itself in writers. So people that are creating blogs um, and other, you know, written content that we'll be posting on our website, on our blog, and then um, promoting on our social media. Um, we're looking for people to help with graphic design and Instagram reels, or just like literally whatever people could contribute um, because, um, yeah, running a social media account that people are, you know, engaging with right now is, is, uh, is a lot of fun, but it is a lot of hard work in addition to, you know, a lot of the work that me and Emma already do, which is very digitally based and very similar to a lot of the work that we do with Narrator Broadway. So, um, you know, we've got contributors going right now. We've got, um, you know, just shameless plug, a new line of merch. If you like merch and you like Narrator Broadway or you listen to the podcast and you like it, go get some merch. It's pretty affordable. Makes a great Christmas gift. And um, yeah, what else do we have going on? Um, I know we're just constant, we're just continuing to create audio content right now, prayers, meditations, um, talk back style episodes. So yeah, yeah, super cool. And just briefly, I can go over so. Uh, and we have interviews, which are just an interview with the Christian artist, a discussion of their story and talk back episode, which is actually discussing a piece of art from a Christian perspective, usually with someone who is not in the arts. So usually that's a more like theologically heavy discussion through the lens of a piece of art. And then our prayers meditations are like 10 minutes guided prayer meditation. This season, we're following actual prayers from the Bible. So we recently did one on um, a prayer of faith and tomorrow or on Monday, we're releasing one on Hannah's prayer in first Samuel. So her prayer for a child. So yeah, those are kind of yeah. our, our formats. Yeah. And I would say like one more thing that I, that I feel like just content wise that I, I'm seeing us lean more into and that Emma said, you know, we were praying for when we first created the podcast is that like an artist even saying yes to do our podcast as an answer to prayer. Um, you know, not only because we want to have people on the podcast <laughs> to give people audio content to listen to engage with um, but also for an artist to to boldly step forward and and be willing to say yes I'm a believer is a, is a really big deal and one thing I think we're seeing more is a lot less um, it, with these artists and people who are coming on the podcast that's challenged me in my life is you know like at the beginning we were both kind of sharing our background information and I and I think the Lord's been speaking a lot to me um, you know, through ed even editing our podcast about how I have, you know, in a lot of ways as artists, we claim our background information, our resume as our testimony. Um, but we're seeing people on Narrator Broadway share their stories. Um, you know, what is not just what is real and true about them, but what is actual reality and what is, um, you know, actually biblical truth that God is doing in their life. That's deep. Um, you know, very vulnerable stuff. And so I'm, I'm praying that people continue to feel, um, you know, feel the ability to share deeply with us and that we also in return, Emma and myself can also, you know, very deeply and very vulnerably share um, with the things that God's, you know, teaching us in our own lives right now. Yeah. So good. I love to pray and meditate 
<clears throat> episodes, I was going to say, and I think that, you know, what you're doing um, is so important, like you said, about community theater being a place where people sometimes who've been burned by the church can go, you know, you guys are creating like a space that to me, I mean, it feels safe for people wherever they are in their faith journeys to feel like I can go here and hear about, you know, this person's story, you know, cause they're an artist too. And I want to be in the arts, but I don't know about the faith thing, but maybe I can, you know, listen and, and see. And it, because you guys, you know, you make it so, so safe. I think a lot of people can, you know, really see your, see your light in that and see how you're shining the light of Christ and the love of Christ and also, you know, inspiring other artists at the same time. So I love that, that beautiful, it's a beautiful combination of being an artist and walking out your faith. And that is beautiful to me. That's what I hope that we all continue to do. So what I want to encourage everyone to continue to do is to let your, you know, let your creative expression be rooted in your relationship with God, be rooted in your faith. So that's lovely. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for sharing what's going on. I'm going to we'll put all your links in the show notes so everyone can, you know, stay connected with you guys in a second. I do always ask like the last question is always if you could give one small piece of advice to the artist, the creative who's listening, who, you know, is considering maybe starting, you know, going to a community theater audition or considering maybe starting to get into podcasting or production or getting into dance or singing. Um, if you could just give them one tiny piece of advice, you guys have given so much already, but if you had one last thing that you wanted to say, um, you guys can go just like a sentence or two, no pressure. <laughs> but yeah. Philip, you want to I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and jump. Um, develop in the dark. The person that you are when you're at home, sitting on the couch by yourself is, is who you are and who God loves. Um, so take care of that person. Oof. That was good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's a mic drop. Gonna clip that, clip that part. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's own section. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. I would say seek first the kingdom of God. Not actually, like not ironically, I I really, I really would say that my biggest piece of advice in pursuing a career in the arts is to seek first God's kingdom. And that was also a mic drop. So we're going to cut that one too. Love it. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. I feel like I, I mean, I feel inspired. I feel blessed. I feel touched. I feel like more, even deeper connect, more deeply connected to God just in this moment, talking with you guys about your stories and hearing your advice. So thank you so much for sharing so openly and honestly and vulnerably. And thank you for talking to everyone. I can't wait to see where narrow way to Broadway goes. And if you wouldn't mind- We can't if- either. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So go ahead and drop, you know, let us know where we can find you, where everyone can find you individually. And then also on narrow way to Broadway. And I'll put everything in the show notes. And also the merch link and everything. Like I'll put it all down there. So <laughs> love it. Thank you, Estelle. Thanks for having us. Yes. Thank you so, so much. This was a blast. Um, yes. Yeah. Check us out at Inway Bway on Instagram and on Spotify and Apple podcast. Yes. Yeah.
Yes, it will all be in the links below. So thank you so much for joining again. You guys are both literally lights. Like, look at them smile. You guys can't see them, but they're smiling. <laughs> They've been so just, you've been sharing your, you know, your, again, sharing your story, sharing your personality so generously. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your time. Thank you for being a light. Thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, you guys are great. Thanks so. for having us, Estelle. You're, you're the best. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the creatively performing arts podcast i hope you feel encouraged inspired and truly impacted by today's episode and if you can think of one person who would love this show please share this episode with a friend and if you wouldn't mind going to apple podcasts and leaving a review and rating it will take 30 seconds and it would truly immensely help this show grow and reach more people who need to use their creative gifts as well and finally go to the performing arts community on facebook and join this online free community for you to interact with and connect with other artists. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much and I'll talk to you later.